And then I got the stats. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Week five of the NFL season sees the Patriots travel to the Houston Texans and barely, barely beat them on a last second field goal by Nick Folk to go to two and three, 25 to 22. And Chris Corso alongside of Joe Guaneri, our producer, director, and now the talent today. Joe, you're doing, uh, you got the trifecta going today. Three oh, out of three. Always the talent. Always the talent. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, boy. we're here. Rock it out. <laughs> and you're, and you, we're joined by you. Check us out. Joe's got us up live on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. You can catch us at Podbean or anywhere that you podcast. Hey, check us out also on Twitter. There's some funny tweets up there, at Corso underscore Catone. You can email us, Corso.Catone at gmail.com. And always give us a call. Either leave a message, give us a call live, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. And, Joe, we got a lot of stuff to unwrap today. We're going to have Mac Mania, our yeah. Sunday stiff, of course. And, listen, a new feature today, Coach's Corner. Mm, so that's going to gonna replace that. the, the, the player that will not be named by me again on this show. <laughs> so, listen, Joe um, – Give me your impressions of this one. I mean, I got a lot to say, and, you know, I, I seem happy right now. I got my blue shirt on because they You won. should be. I mean, at this <laughs> point, you know, we got to take them wherever we can get them, you know what I mean? Especially since, uh, you know, the, the Patriots just kind of – they give us the – the uh, <clears throat> well, they, they don't ever disappoint when it comes to keeping us on our toes. Irritating me? Irritating and keeping us on our toes, whether or not they're going to – like, you can hear my voice a little scratchily because uh, – yeah, Screaming. Screaming. Screaming at the – yeah. You know, plays that uh, should have been made, plays that, uh, you know, were uh, made, and, and you're like, see, that's – it can happen. We can actually right. do this. So right. my first impressions of the whole game is, it's, you know, kind of a nail-biter so early in the season, but uh, still fun to watch and see him win, you know. Well, and listen, before I get to my initial thoughts, we want to welcome in already some people on the chat on uh, YouTube. Mark Capaldi, welcome in. Looks like Steve Belichick likely out with uh, Hunter with Hunter Biden. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that comment. And uh, also, uh, you know, Paula Hopkins joined us, our, our normal uh, regular listener. So uh, she likes the pumpkin, Joe. Ah, so. yes, the pumpkin. <laughs> I had to bring so back pumpkin. Uh, Mark's pumpkin. You know, he's here in spirit. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So, uh, Joe, listen, I, you know, I understand they won, and I get it, okay? <laughs> but I'm a New Englander at heart, so I'm going to give you all the negatives. I'm going to give you all the things yeah, I'm irritated with and pissed off with because, you know what, it shouldn't have come to this. You know, they, they play a great game last week against Tampa. Defense looks good, and they were atrocious today. I mean, they were absolutely atrocious, allowing 300 and I don't even know, 300 and change and three touchdowns by Mills. Yeah. You know, I mean, did you, did you know who Mills was coming into today? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. No. Exactly. So, no. we got, as I said, we got a lot to get to. Uh, so, let's jump in to probably one of the bright spots, sort of, on the day. So, let's get to Mac Mania, Joe. Here we go. Yeah, let's do some Mac Mania. So Mac Jones was 22 of 30 today, 231 yards, one touchdown, and then that one lone interception. Um, mm. Had a good, had a good day. I mean, had a good yeah. day. Uh, you know, that interception was a bad one. I haven't put a lot on him this season. Yeah. You know, mistake wise. I mean, I've given him a lot of props. That one was a bad throw. I mean, that was a bad decision. And you know, he flirted with that throw in the in the first half. He flirted with a few, a couple of few throws that were questionable that he probably shouldn't have made. And then it finally got them. Got yeah. To him. Yeah. For so, sure. But you know, you expect some of that 
from a rookie, obviously. You know, maybe not against the Texans, but you expect some of that. Um, you know, but all in all, I thought I thought he, he he did well. At one point, he was nine for nine, Joe. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, in his in his pass attempt. So again, he's a bright spot right now. He's a guy that that that's coming on and playing well. And he's taking deeper shots down the field. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that, but I he's have, going yeah. down the field more. So I, I mean, kind of notice it anyways because I, I just like I'm I I'm pro Mac Jones because I like the new era he provides with the team. You know what I mean? That 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 fire that he he's lit just because he's the new guy, and when he's doing things that are right or at least to our eyes, we're like, okay, okay, maybe you know, inter- interception. Was it so on the page? But it's also like, all right, you see him getting it, and I like watching the progression. And we're only a few games in, so it's like it's nice to see that, you know. Yeah, and and they finally finally threw into the end zone today. From yeah, the red zone, and lo and behold, he hits Hunter Henry on a nice throw. I mean, it could have been a little little bit underthrown. Yeah, you know, the defender came a little bit close to tipping that ball for an incompletion. Yeah, but he did get he got it over him, and he completed the pass. So they allowed him to throw into the end zone, and and you know he got the touchdown pass, and which was much needed at the time. Um, Joe, listen, he's spreading the ball, uh, uh, you know. And again, I'm not going to name the player, but we've seen this before, out mm. of rookie or second year quarterback for this team. Seven different, he hit that seven different receivers today. Again, wow. so he's spreading he's spreading the ball all around. I mean, Hunter Henry was his main target today. And I talked about that yesterday. We talked about that about getting the the tight ends involved more. Well, you, you know, got they, they paid all this. Yeah, they paid all this money to, and they finally did it. Hunter Henry had eight attempts, um, six catches, yeah, for seventy five yards and a touchdown. I'd like to see Jonu Smith get a little more involved um, in in the passing game, uh, but he had some good good blocks today. So, I mean, Joe, listen, the, how do you like? He seems. It's weird because when you look at you listen to him in a post game, mm. you know, he sounds like a uh, like a fourteen year old talking. <laughs> you know, I, I keep thinking his voice is going to crack every so often, like he's just Bobby <laughs> Brady over here, around a while. But I mean, you're a, you're a student uh, of people. I mean, you know, of of reading people and so on. How do you see him on the field? You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where I look at him and again. Uh, because he's the rookie, I see what what I like to see is that he's got like a hint of that maturity. In some cases, people call it that a veteran sort of feel about him that he he's got his reads and and everything like that. But when he moves, I see the rookie and you know getting in the pocket and moving out of the pocket, or at least you know scrambling in and around the pocket and moving up and when you know he's getting closed in on things like that. I see the rookie, right, and his movement yeah. in that regard. I'm like, yeah, okay, he's. But I also see him getting it. You know what I mean? I mean, it took. I'm gonna name the name that you don't want to name. It took Brady like how many years? Like 15 years to start moving like normal. Like he actually started moving toward the end of it, end of his career here in uh, New England. Like I'm like, oh, finally, this guy's whatever he's doing. Uh, you know, yoga, whatever it is. He's moving better. He, he looked faster, and, and that's what I feel like uh, Mac Jones needs to kind of do is, is um, follow in the footsteps of learning how to get in and around and move because he's not the fastest nor the like the most nimble sort of player. You know what I mean? No, but I thought he was. I thought he was pretty mobile today in the sense of in the sense of, of who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, pretty, yeah, for sure. He pretty because he's shifting in the pocket. He's stepping up. He's sidestepping a lot of different rush. He's, you know, while keeping his eyes down the field. Yeah. Which is, you know, which is what you want from a quarterback. You don't see that. Hey, look, out of all the rookies right now, you know, Trey Lance, uh, you know, you got Wilson, who's just atrocious. I mean, I think anybody who ever steps foot in New York for the Jets sucks automatically. Mm. Just because they play for the Jets, they suck. You just get the curse. (laughs) Exactly. But out of these guys, Lance, you know, Fields, um, you know, Wilson, you know these guys. He he's he's probably playing the best out of all of them. Although Mills had a real good game today, he's a rookie too. But yeah, Mac Jones, his poise in the pocket, his movement in the pocket, um, it's pretty damn good. Again, but from last week to this week, that's how good. That's where you see the progression because, like, yeah. it, uh, you know, against Tampa, it's like 
He wasn't moving as quickly, but now a week later, he's getting those moves now. And you're going, this kid's progressing quickly. And that's the that's the part that I that I generally enjoy seeing that like, okay, somebody's getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because Belichick's there's, plenty, not there's plenty of guys on the rest of the team that aren't getting it. Yeah. You know? And and yeah. so again, spreading the ball around, doing a good job, uh, moving the ball when they need to down the field. Um, like to see him finish a couple more drives with touchdowns in the red zone. Yeah. But I think that's on play call, and we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. So, yeah. so yeah, Mac uh, Mac Mania was br- was brought to us by Special Sauce Podcast Startup Finance and Drive Yourself to Success Special Sauce Podcast dot com and and Joe. Moving to the rest of the offense now, um, you know th- th- this uneven performance by the team today. Mm. I don't. I didn't see it in the offense. In fact, I'm gonna jump. We're gonna jump right into the offensive line because we we th- that offensive line that was supposed to be touted as the you know, going to be the best part of this team. Yeah. You know, we talked about yep. that. Mark and I talked about that coming into the season that they should be one of the best old lines in football. Well, you know. I hate to say it, but they've sucked. I mean, they've sucked coming into today. I mean, right or wrong. The, yeah, Mac Jones, I mean, was, Mac Jones has been hit like 44, something like 44 times. That's the thing. You know, that's where you know sacks. he's got to move. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, you know, and he had, I think there was two more sacks on him today. So, he's been sacked like 12 times and he's been hit like 50 times. Mm. I mean, he's on pace to break the record. Matt Ryan has it right now of getting yeah. hit the most in, I think, 100 and, I think I hit 124 or five times in a season. Mac Jones is on pace to get hit 144 times. Yeah. Was there one you know, or two sacks last, today? I, th- I thought there was uh, one, but uh, that was late in the game. But uh, the guy who sacked him, it was like his third sack and all three sacks he's gotten against the Patriots. So it's like, what? Are, what is that person doing? And what films are they watching that we're still doing the same thing, that that dude's still getting the sacks against the one team that they play when, you know, once or twice a season, and they haven't played them yet this season till today. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they tend to be – they're the good players. You know, they're the guys yeah. – see, those are the guys they're trying to get free. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, they're yeah. trying to free up because they can finish plays. They have one – I'm. I correct myself. They have one sack today. So he's been sacked mm. 11 times. 11 times. So – um, what is that? Who, who's got the math out there that that <laughs> will give you the averages uh, during the whole season of how many that will amount to toward the end of the season? Is that yeah. like, well, I mean, you, you just project, you know, you yeah, project it out over, yeah. over the, over the, over the, the, the weeks. But so for the offensive line, I tell you what, I, they're, they're one of my bright spots today. And no, listen, what? four, four, listen, four out of five starters were gone today with the exception of and David Andrews at center, which mm. you, if you, if anybody was going to stay, you know, play, you want your center to, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. they're making all the calls across the line, but those four guys that came in, and even Haran, who I've been torturing all season long, although he had the, the worst of the of the five today game. Mm. But the rest of those guys today, I was impressed with what they did. You know, they were able to they, – they blocked it up pretty pretty well um, in the running game. Obviously, they rushed for 126 yards off 30 carries. You know, that's damn good. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the passing game, they pretty much, as I said, one sack, he got hit a few times. But it, they kept them pretty clean. Much, much better than what we've seen out of, you know, the other, the, the starting offensive line. So, for me, yeah. stay the hell on the, keep them on the friggin' bench then. You know, if this group is going to work well together, then keep them out, you know. Let them, let them play every week. That's the um, thing. It's it's finding that the those those elements to work well as a team to, you know, because obviously you can't win on your own individually. You know what I mean? And you got to get out there and each everybody does their job. Everybody's in there in the game. But some people, you know, just don't right. mix well sometimes. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to mix it up. No, I'm with you. And this 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 hopefully this combination works well. And, and look, that brings, you know, as I said, they they they're blocking in the run game. Offensive linemen would rather run block yeah. than they would pass block. Going, yeah. They would rather be moving forward than backward always. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you're not right as an offensive line, and that was the Patriots, you know, that was their deal today. You know, they want to come mm. in today and run the football. I mean, that's what they wanted to do. They ran for 126 yards. They committed to it, and they did it, yeah. you know. And so, you know, I was impressed with the offensive line. Now, the running backs, okay, I mean, you know how I feel about Bolden. 
Yeah, okay. you know what? I got to ask that question, though, because, you know, I here's the thing about Boulder for me is that, uh, you know, I feel like uh, Belichick's got some uh, soft spot for him, but I also, you know, had this oh, feeling way back guy. when. Are you kidding me? That's his friggin' guy. But before I mean, his injury. Guy when, for like eight years. Yeah, I know. Sucks. I know. But be- way before his injury, um, I forgot what year it was, but uh, when he went out, I think it was a knee injury or his ACL, something like that. But, you know, when, when running backs come back from that, they're generally never the same. But there's been a few exceptions. And yeah. he's one of those guys that kind of go, uh, he doesn't look like he did then. But I'm like, but he's still got some abilities to, I feel like, get around the the uh, the, the line and kind of make some movements. Like he, he had he had some movements today that uh, he, he that did. He had a decent caused us a little I bit extra yardage. Yeah. That that's all it needs sometimes. You know what I mean? On, yeah. on a, a specific run that uh, late in the game, he had one run that uh, you know just fighting a little bit extra gave us a little bit of extra time that ultimately. We win the game because of that extra time that he he put in, and I, I well, my question to you is that, hmm. what is it about him? I know he lost a little bit of a, a step when he was before he yeah, got injured, he got but hurt. before he yeah. got injured, he, he, he looked really good, and was then the same. Did you have the same impression of him then when he first got on the team, and he he had it looked like potential. Kind of like Harris does now. Yeah, the problem I had with him, and he was a little better before the injury years some years ago. The problem I've always had with Bolden, mm. okay, is here's the example. Okay, he he caught he caught four. Where am I here? Brandon Bolden caught four balls or four attempts. Mm. So he caught every ball thrown to him, but but Joe for six yards. That's the problem I have with Bolden. That's the problem I've always had with Bolden. When he gets the ball in his hands, he looks like he's running in quicksand. Yeah. Now that last play he had at the final drive, good mm. play, solid yeah. play, made a lot happen. Read his blocks well, good vision. But that's but a that's play few- you need in quicksand. Like he, he's running in quicksand and he's just trudging along and, and pushing. You go, okay, yeah. that's that's what we get. That's what uh, Burkhead used to do. You know but what I mean? Those plays, those plays are few and far between, Joe. That's yeah, my problem with him, and they've been that way. I just don't like. I don't like that Belichick. You know gets married to a guy just because he plays good. He plays on special teams and plays pretty decent on special teams. So now all of a sudden he's your guy on blitz pickup. And he, by the way, blew a blitz pickup today. I don't know if it was so much him or the guard couldn't pull over or if it was pull over in time to get that. uh, That was the sack on, Mm. on Mac Jones. And I think that was more of a coaching issue because how many times you're going to go to the play action. You're going to go to that. Well, eventually one of the defensive linemen is going to just, Key on the snap, yeah. no inflection on the on the on the uh, on the cadence by Mac Jones, you know. Yep. Uh, meaning like he's not trying to draw him off, not trying to change up the snap count. Yeah. And when you when you don't do that, defensive linemen come flying through, especially NFL defensive linemen. Yeah. When you run a play action, you got to try to pick that up. So that's the problem I have to answer your question. That's the problem I have with Bolden. Is there's nothing electric in him anymore? Yeah, yeah okay, I steady, see that. I definitely see that. Bit. But that's why, you know, I'm I'm so sick and tired, man, of Belichick putting these guys in the friggin' doghouse. Actually, you put the ball on the ground. It's going to happen. Mm. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to put the ball on the ground. That J.J. Taylor hit last week, that was a perfect hel- helmet on ball. Yeah. You know, by the by Tampa uh, defender. So now he's inactive today, didn't play today. Stevenson gets active, and that Macapaldi, you know, uh, chats in. I was just going to say, we had that. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, he, he chats in about uh, why, isn't Steven, why isn't Stevenson not, why is he not getting the rock? Listen, I agree. He's active today. You see, every time he touches the ball, he's going forward. He's pushing for yeah. more yards. He's getting that extra two or three yards. And I don't really have a problem with the way Harris is running either, except the fact that he got to stop fumbling the ball. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jesus, yeah, the, he, what was the first injury I missed? I I I feel like I missed the first uh, first time he went yeah, down. Yeah, it said a chest, but I think mm. he was dealing. And then the second time was the ribs, but I think it was the ribs all along. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Which, that was you the, know. the injury, and he just couldn't. So I mean, I don't. If anybody know when knows that. out there when you uh, you know pull a, uh, one of those muscles or, or you hurt a rib, you can't do. You can't breathe. You can't yeah. run. It's uh, you. You know, it's your core. Yeah, but Joe, you know, that just happened not after the fumble. Don't I know, a, yeah, but you know what pass. though? That's a, uh, I'm not giving up a pass. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you got to hold on to the rock no matter what. 
because that's you're in that league that you have. Especially to. When, his two fumbles, Joe, in the one in the Miami game, okay, and one in the Miami game was on the eight yard line going in for a touchdown mm. that would have given them the lead and probably the win. And this one was as he crossed the goal line. And that's I mean, the, that's on, the weird Christ, thing. Hang on to the ball. You're crossing the goal line. Just, you know? just think about the talent that he is, though. Think about this for a second. Like, the talent that Harris is is that he's done that, and he's still playing the game. Yeah. Bolden now, yeah. way back when, did that a couple times after he came back. And checked You didn't out. see him. You didn't see him at the rest of the season because Belichick yeah. put him on the bench. Harris is not on the bench, which is a good thing because I feel like that's a talent he is. It's like you can't, you can't put this guy on the bench. you got to keep him moving. Same thing with, like, Jones in, in a certain sense, which is like you got to keep him getting out there, out there, out there, and, and seeing all these plays and reading all these uh, defensive reads where he needs, knows he needs to move around them. You know what I mean? Well, he's 14 rushes. Harris was 14 rushes uh, for 58 yards, for about an average of four, four carry. Um, Stevens, Stevenson was 11 carries for 23 yards. He only averaged 2.1. But, they, you know, a lot of that, as I said, when it was crunch time, they gave him the ball. So, yeah, the numbers, Mark Capaldi, the numbers don't look good for yeah. Stevenson. But the eye test, Mark and I talk about the eye test all the time. You yeah, know, tell tell people like? what that eye test is. Well, I still have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so so you look at it. You look at the average over here. Come on, Joe. Pay, I, don't you even pay listen, attention to when we're talking? As you see me moving, I got. I'm still doing stuff. The stuff is the the show still must go on. <laughs> here here's here's the eye test. His his eleven rushes for twenty three yards, two point one yards mm. uh, carry. That sucks. Oh, so when yeah. you look at when it you sure look does. at the stat line, you say. Yeah, he had a terrible day. Mm. But then when you watch the game, when you watch the game and you see him run and you see the few plays that he made in key spots, right? that's the eye test. That's watching him, looking at him, looks better than the stats do. Uh, okay, I got you. I got you. So, but, you know, but, but again, with Harris, so, so again, I want to see Stevenson get the ball. And don't forget, this guy's been on the shelf since week one, mm. and he's just getting back going again. But, yeah, Harris... You can't put the ball on the ground, especially going through. I, listen, I've coached, I've coached kids. I, there's one running back that I've coached. Okay, yeah, number forty-two. This kid is a bull in the center of the field. He's mm. if that kid sniffs the goal line, yeah, and he's 14, 15 years old. If that kid sniffs the goal line, there's no way on the planet he's putting the ball on the ground. Okay, mm. so so if that's happening, Damian Harris for sure shouldn't be putting that ball on the ground, crossing yeah. the goal line for Christ Almighty. They could have had another win against Miami, and maybe it's three and two right now. Looking at it, saying yeah. shit, they played great against Tampa. They could easily be four and one. Yeah, and yeah. that's the you know that's the difference between wins and losses here. But um, but as far as the running backs go, again, you know, I, it's not a it, look. 126 yards off 30 carries. It's a good. Yeah. Day. I mean, it's a good day, and 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 one touchdown. So again, but they had the fumble. So mm. you know, and and then when you go to the and then, you know, you're talking about Mac Jones having the poise in the pocket. You go to the receivers today. Listen, I, you know, I thought, I thought guys, the guy who I thought made a lot of strides today was Jacoby Myers. And he's he's the slowly, only one. He's the he's only slowly, one. Yeah. He's becoming a real go-to guy. And what I saw in him today, we keep talking about, they can't get anybody downfield. They yeah. can't get anybody to yeah. stretch that defense. Right. And, and throw over the top. Mm. He made a move to now. He he effed up real bad and he dropped that ball yeah. that probably could have been a touchdown pass because he he could have cut underneath them and gotten into the end zone. But the way he the way what I'm looking at on that play mm. is how he came how he how he came off the ball. Yeah, you know how he got off that press and got himself open. You know, and and his hand fighting. You know the thing the thing you can notice about real good wide receivers, Joe, yeah. is they're able to hand fight at the line of scrimmage and really get themselves away from coverage, away from the corner safety, whoever's on them. Yeah. Um, and you see the best can do it. Hopkins, Adams, Devontae Adams. These guys are great at it, you know? And I see Jacoby Myers on that one play in particular, his hand fighting was pretty damn good, and he got, he got wide open. And you saw Mac Jones, you know, for all his criticism of not getting the ball down the field, you saw him go down the field with that ball to him, and, you know, Myers has got to complete it but yeah. and make the catch. But how would you feel about the wideouts today? 
I, I feel, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to channel Mark for a second because I can't stand it. I cannot stand watching. Listen, you don't have Tom Brady anymore. Tom Brady made all of the wide receivers who came through that team throughout the whole way through. And the Sorry, Welkers, no. the Elements, I love those guys. They were awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. But we never have had, except for the one time, and you yeah. saw what happened when you had the one time Randy Moss came through. Yeah. What, how the dynamic changed. We actually looked like a Super Bowl team from the start. And you look at all the Super Bowl teams from past, way past. They all yeah. had at least at least one wide receiver, yeah, they have one, one running back, and one quarterback who all knew what they were doing. You go go through the list: Montana, Rice. You know what I mean? And yeah. then and and Craig, and then you have uh, uh, um, Aikman, Smith, and Smith. I mean uh, uh, Irving. Irving. Yeah. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And and then we we had that one time. But then we had yeah. an added element of Welker, which none of them had. And you go, okay. Right. But we didn't have yeah. the running back at the time. We had another situation like Belichick loves to do and put people mixing, people here and there. It's like, dude, get one. Get one of each. Go and find them and get people who are designated, like Mark says, to that position and let them yeah. be awesome. Please. Let him stretch the field. Yeah, you got, they, a, kid that can, you got a kid that puts a nice touch on the yeah. ball that he can get the ball down the field. No freaking receiver to do it with. Yeah, listen, and that and that's, you know, that goes back to personnel. Yeah. I, I, I texted you through this game talking about the play of personnel, and it sucks. And it has sucked for the last three to four or five years. You know, yeah. the drafts have been atrocious. They could have had guys like Metcalf, Debo Samuel, A.J. Uh, Brown in, in Tennessee. These are guys that they passed on to take Nikhil <laughs> Harry. Who, by the way, by the way. <laughs> Harry watch, you know, mm. one catch. He had two two attempts, one catch for nine yards. I mean, first round pick. He must have lost, uh, you per know, uh, against what's the name of the card game that they had to take him. Right. What's his buddy over there? In, uh... I don't know. They took him out of the Pac-12. I mean, they took him from Arizona State, which, you know, is in my backyard over here. But. You know, and Mark comes down on me because I got to see him play every week, and I I thought he did some good things. Well, who's Belichick's points? buddy though in the in the college uh, framework? Saban. Saban. He must have lost a, uh, like a, a, a poker get, game. At least you get a shitload. Of, every there were good players in Alabama. All you got to do, all you got to do to draft wide receivers, just go to the SEC. Yeah. Draft any receiver from Alabama, <laughs> LSU, Florida, right? I mean, Clemson. I mean, draft those receivers, and you're, you can't go wrong. I mean, that's what it seems like. So, One of our fans know, out I, there, if you got uh, access to get uh, this uh, show to Belichick's inbox, send it because he needs to listen to somebody yeah. who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's Belichick at suckdraftingreceivers.com. <laughs> or drafting know? any receivers, just like anybody. You know what I mean? Right. right. So... So, again, I mean, you know, there were 23 catches for 231 yards, um, you know, of 28 targets. And, again, Mac Jones, you know, I give him a lot of credit for that. He seems to be clicking with Hunter Henry. So. That's, I was just going to say that, that you see that moment where that clicking is starting to happen. It's like he's got to have some go-tos. He's got nobody, right? right. And if Myers is going to be one and, and, and Hunter is going to be one, it's like, okay, cool. Then get them the plays that are going to make those – third down conversions because that's what we're losing every every week i mean this week you know we had one and guess what it came down to a touchdown it's like yeah. see we can do this but joe <laughs> the red zone i mean the red zone offense I, listen i can't deal with this anymore it sucks i mean it's just it's not good i mean you cut down in the red zone it's field goal field goal what do you what did nick folk hit today four of them let me see here Let's 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 yeah, do that one four. up. Four mm. for four, the long of fifty-two. Who, by the way, he was fantastic today. But you can't. You get in the red zone four times, you get one touchdown, four mm. field goals. That's crap. I mean, yeah. that, that, you can't. You can't. And, and and I don't put it on Jones. I don't put it on the backs. I put it on play calling. Oh yeah, no, it has to because it, it's like this is a pattern that you can see over the years, and it doesn't matter who's behind the the center. It's a pattern that, that you go, who's been doing this? Continually, yeah. Season after season, you see these games. You go on. Why aren't we winning these close games? 
goes all the way back, and there's always one guy it comes back to. You know what I mean? I like, know. And, and, and when you, you know, because Mock wants to turn the, the reins over to McDaniel, but, like, I'm watching him call plays in the red zone, and it's, it's, almost, like, it's almost like they just call him like they're afraid. They're afraid yeah. to let this kid throw into the end zone. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand that. And, and you know what blows my mind? This is a play-action pass team. Mm. You know, they, 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 you see, they, I mean, they must have done it about 6,000 times today. Yeah, where, know. you know, they, they fake the handoff and the quarterback keeps it, drops back and throws the ball. Yet, when they get into the red zone, they completely, that's where it works. Yeah. With your, ti- with your tight ends. Yeah, right. You know, you play action, you pop the tight end, right, or you throw a little fade to him, you let him get over the top, Jonah Smith. Joe, I don't see any of that crap. No. I just don't no. see any of that happening. So, offensively, and we're over, so offensively, uh, there's still a lot of work to do, but I'm impressed with the offensive line. And, you know, but when we come back, Mm. Okay, and by the way, Mac Mania was uh, brought to us by Special Sauce Podcast, Start Up Finance and Drive Yourself to Success, SpecialSaucePodcast.com. And when we come back, Joe, this is where I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, right stay after tuned, this. everybody. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce? If you don't have anyone that's going to give you the right advice, now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drop. We are special sauce partners. It's startup, it's finance, and it's drive, Joe. Specialsaucepodcast.com. Yeah. I love those. I love those spots. You know, I really do. Yeah, uh, and we uh, had we had him on the show. Um, we did. It was a good not show. That long ago, I a few think. months ago. Um, you know, how do he? You know, he was pretty good. He, he knew. He, he knew his stuff. He you does. That's another out. talent I work with with the Special Sauce Podcast. We I, I also uh, produce and direct that show as well. And that's a podcast about the startup, finance, and drive. And, uh, you know, small business, he's, a, he, he's worked with small business for a long time and, you know, mm. Main Street business and, and trying to, you know, help people. A lot of veterans, a lot of help there. So a lot yeah. of the episodes that are in our podcast uh, uh, library are um, a lot of good ones to kind of, you know, people getting oh, started. Right. That's enough love. Hey, That's hey, enough listen. love on this friggin' show. This is. This okay. Is, that's enough. That's enough love you know on the mean? show. Now I, I've given a lot of the positives and all that crap. Back to hate and anger. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's do get, it. Let's get back to the New England feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New England feel. Joe, rocket. For as good, for as good as the defense was last week mm. against the player that shall not be named. They they were terrible today. Now yeah. they, now they picked it up in the second half and got off the field a few times. But I don't think the first punt, the first punt didn't come from the Texans until into the third quarter. That's, that's just horrendous. The worst is to allow, now listen to these numbers. Listen to this, okay? The first drive of the game, 19 plays. The Texans ran 19 plays, 10 minutes on the clock, which is basically three quarters of the quarter. Yeah. 10 minutes of the clock and they finish with a touchdown. Do you realize that that was the Texas longest drive in 10? Yeah. Joe, that was the the headline on the sites was that exact that what you just said. You know what I mean? That's disgusting. I mean, this is against the rookie quarterback. This kid was 21 of 29 for 312 yards and three touchdowns. What the hell? I listen. I I, I I I understand Mills was out today, okay? Uh, Jalen Mills on the defensive side of the ball, uh, the corner was out. But, my God, mm. th- their secondary, um, Quan Williams, sucked. Um, Devin McCourty sucked today. Yeah. 
Okay, and he looks slower and slower and slower every yeah. damn week. Yeah, you saw you saw that touchdown pass. We caught it on the sideline. Mm. Um, by the way, you, there were like three guys on their team, or two of the three touchdowns were guys that were their first touchdowns of the season. Just so you know. Okay, and Imagine. oh man, they you know they caught that ball on the sidelines. Juan Williams was nowhere to be found. He was kind of mm. died and and. McCordy was late getting over and just dove out of bounds. Yeah. What do you make it? I can't uh, go because you know, I, I can't deal with it. Right I, now. I, I couldn't even tell you what to make of that because you actually, you know what? We talked about it last night, you and I, and you were, you were uh, by the way, folks, this guy knows his defensive coordination, let me tell you. And he was showing me some routes and things like that and, and what to look for as far as, you know, wide receivers or what defensive secondary look for and look at and you know really break it apart the plays you know the the nfl style plays talking about? I, i'm talking, talking about, about you i'm talking about you I don't know what the hell i'm he talking gave me, about he gave me it's like, like throwing it's like throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks joe yeah i know that's uh <laughs> that's the, the patriots do. Know. you know what i mean Right, <laughs> but 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 some of the things you opened my eyes to were like logical things in my brain to go in as as far as a human being on the field. But then I'm like, oh, I get now what they're looking for and what they're seeing. But but none of that happened. What you showed me, like none of that happened today. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Now now I'm like questioning you. I'm like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but you do though, because I saw none of it. But I now witnessed seeing it not happen. So you go, okay, that's not. It's them. It's not that, like, you don't know what you, you were talking about. It's like you were showing me what fundamentally needs to happen on, on the defense, the secondary, and they weren't doing that. But I finally got a chance to s see what that meant and where guys were getting open and, and people losing coverage. It's like, I, I don't know. I can't I You know what? I can tell you why. Uh, but we'll get that at Coach's Corner. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, listen. I, look, my 14-year-old my, my son, okay? <laughs> Plays corner, all right. So he's he's in here, and, and I'm gonna. This is one play that that just. Oh no, not one play. Two. Do you, do you know? Let me see. Let's see if I can find it in the team stats. Um, but they were on. Where is it? Fourth down. Third down conversion. Where's fourth down? Come on. All I know is on fourth down conversion, they were like three for three. The Texans. That coach didn't hesitate. He could give a rat's ass about going for it on fourth down. It didn't matter where he was on the field because he knew he was going to get it every single time. Yeah. But what made it worse, Joe, was the fact that New England puts themselves into third and 16, third and 15, or the Texans did, and they give up. New England gives up 14 yards of third and 15. They give up 15 yards of third and 16, puts them into a fourth and one. Yeah, I mean, you can't. That just can't happen. That can't happen. I mean, no. you you can't. You've got to be able to get off the field at least on third down and long. For Christ Almighty, I mean, I I can't. And Joe, so it's that. Okay, it's the breakdowns in the secondary that just make me sick. Mm. You know, guys that are trailing, guys that are, the guys just don't get into the hip, staring into the backfield. I get it. I get defensive backs have got to read the quarterback for set and then transfer and see where he's coming out with the ball through your receiver to him. Right. I understand that. But you can't do it at the expense of being two yards two yards away from your receiver. You're not covering him now. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Maybe this is the NFL. Guys are going to sit down in the zone for, for you know, you're playing a zone. Guys on the other team are going to find the holes in it, and, and if yeah. there's not enough pressure, they, they're going to get the ball up. But, Joe. The two plays that made me sick, okay, to my stomach as a defensive backs coach, all right? And, and again, I got my 14-year-old son sitting in here, and he's listening, watching this scene, and he goes, okay, so they, <laughs> it's fourth and two, okay? Yeah. Fourth and two. This team, they had a couple of successful throws down the field, which was just breakdowns and coverage. Yeah. But for the most part, they weren't really running by our guys. So on fourth and two, you got one receiver split way out wide, mm. right? If he's that far out wide, there's one thing that should be going through the corner's brain in that moment mm. on fourth and two, a quick slant to get the first down mm -hmm. if they throw mm -hmm. the ball, Yeah, right? So, <laughs> so instead, now, 
Now, in this particular occasion, they, they weren't split way, way wide, but they were maybe, I don't know, they were maybe inside the numbers a little bit. Mm. But even with that, so so my son says, he sees that scene, he's like, Dad, why is the corner seven yards off this guy? Why is he playing seven yards off the ball, off, off him? Why isn't he pressed on the inside to take away the slant? This is, an, this, is, this is a 14-year-old kid, all right, who can see that. I'm screaming at the TV yeah. <laughs> in the same moment saying, play inside this guy. What are you doing? Yeah, right. Like, it's, just, it's a slant. It's coming. And boom, there it was, fourth and two. And they did it again on fourth and one. That's the, that's the kicker is they did it again. It's like you saw it the first time, and they slapped you in the face and did it again. That's the problem. You know what I mean? So I don't understand. And now we listen to James Lofton on the, the broadcast, who, by the way, just so you know, this is the bad part of the Patriots sucking, okay, and being a crap team now is mm. that you get the worst broadcast crew. Yeah, you get the yeah. worst. You get, yeah, yeah. you get the worst of the worst. You don't get the good angles. They don't bring as many cameras to the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you don't get every single – Oh, tell me about and- it. I, that still burns me to this day because when I was living in uh, Los Angeles, I bought the NFL package, 200 bucks a month, DirecTV. I'm like, all right, finally I get to watch the Patriots get some Sunday fun day going. It was the year Moss was there, and, and guess what? They were already yes. on Sunday, so I wasted the money. I didn't even have to pay for it. They were on TV because they were good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, again, it's it's just sickening. It makes it makes me. And then it's, the, the, the announcer says, "Well, you can't play inside to take away the slant because there's too much there's too much real estate. There's too much field to to, to give them an open look that would fade down the sideline, looking like, you know, a go pattern. Right, or, right. You know, there's too much space there. Okay, then take your safety who's playing 15 yards off the ball. He's basically playing in the parking lot. Okay." Take him and shade him outside the make him go outside the hash on fourth and two. Yeah. Come up to ten yards. And he can de- deal with the, the the if the guy breaks outside. So that your corner can get inside and take away the freaking slant. I like mean I, I, don't they do like you know, like fake the look anyways, you know what I mean? At least like I'm just step out, on Mike. Uh, don't do that. This. We we need to save these microphones. You know what I mean? Mark has already tossed away and broken several. He he loses. He's lost like every piece of equipment. Yeah, I don't know where it you is. You keep sending to him. <laughs> hey, I don't know where it is. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I don't know. It's somewhere. But That's what the the, I Why don't they do somewhere. something like that? Like you said, get outside the hash and and or at least fake and make it look like you're gonna go. Like you know, yeah, fake the move. Hey, Again, it, it, it's it's and we spent a lot of time on the secondary because they were atrocious today. Mm. They they flat out were. Now, the front, we've had our problems in run defense, and we continue to have our problems in run defense. And this is against the Texans. Okay, so they only okay they rushed for sixty seven yards. I get it, but yeah. when they needed to, again the eye test. Yeah, the numbers. This has been the story with the defense every game. Yeah. The numbers aren't terrible, but the eye test, they fail it every damn week. And I'm looking at it, Joe, and again, coaching. We're going to get to that. Mm. It's coaching to me. You yeah. got guys playing in outside gaps that they call them like, they call them three techniques, seven techniques where they're playing, they're play, and they're leaving that gap in the middle yeah. open between like God to God to God. They're leaving that section open so the linebackers can fill that if there's a run. Yeah. My God. I haven't seen them play that type of defense and, and, and successfully all season long. All season long. And all Ingram did to get the get the short yardage was just hit those hit those one holes and three, you know, and, and, and two holes and just get through the center of the center and the linebackers are late trying to fill. Yeah. So it's just it's it's just it's not good enough, Joe. No, because especially, you know, when you look at some of these defensive uh, coordinators and you look at uh, uh, who's in the roster, you look at one at least who was a star in, in that in that regard. But he was on yeah. the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference. It's like you had somebody, you have somebody that was there. He knows what's happening, what did happen relatively recently. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Mayo. And you're like, what? Uh, why are you guys not communicating? What's happening? 
Yeah, yeah. You know what listen, I'm I, as I said, I, I friggin' when you have this is the stat line. When you see this for defensive stats, okay, you, you see defensive backs are leading the team in, in tackles. Now they threw the ball over the field, so I get mm. some of that. But Duggar, then Hightower, okay, then Phillips, Jackson, McCordy, those are your top tacklers today. That's a problem. If yeah. your defensive backs are the ones making all the tackles, you got issues. I mean, that's the most. That's kind of simplistic. What yeah. I'm saying. Well, I mean, but, you know, because because that's the thing. You have to make it simplistic because it always, always, no matter what sport it is, it comes down to the fundamentals of that sport, and that's one of those basic things. It's like just you know, like in baseball, Buckner. We always talk about it and make fun. Of, it's like get down on the ball. He shouldn't have been on the field. Shouldn't have been on the field. You know what I'm saying? Basics. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we're talking about here. I don't but, know. Okay, so the run defense still is poor. They still need to do correct. Now, they got better in the second half. They did. Mm. You know, I thought the Texans play calling the second half sucked. So, I mean, I, they, they, it's what they, they did a lot to themselves. But now the pass rush. Other yeah. than Judon. I mean, Judon's fantastic. He's the only the way, one I want to talk about. Yeah, he, he passed um, Andre Tippett today. Oh, uh, yeah. The most sacks in the first five games of a season. He's got seven and a half right mm. now. He had two sacks mm. today. Uh, coming in, he, he he was you know one down from Tippett, and he had the two. So um, so he's the all time leader for the Patriots. Yep. in sacks for the first five games. You ever wonder where those freaking stats come? Look, think about the stats. He's the all time leader for the Patriots in sacks the first five games on a fall day when it was the middle mm. you know the odd day of this of the year, and yeah. you know it fell on a Tuesday. You know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't know where this shit comes from, John. Costas. Gotta be Bob Costas. He's the only one who knows right. all that stuff. Right, right. But um, so so again, it's the run defense. And and I know we go mm. we're over, so I wanna get just get to quickly the pass the pass rush. Are we are we good? Are we good with Winovich now? Can we can we yeah. see him can we not see him on anywhere but special teams? Because he sucks. He sucks at getting around the edge now. Yeah. We keep talk, calling him a one-trick pony. Where he just drops the shoulder and tries to get around the tackle. Mm. Never a different move. Never a step up and loop around. Never a spin move. Never a taking on and shedding it and come under. Never. Yeah. It's just always that that drip your shoulder no matter what the defender, what the offensive guy is doing to him. And that could be getting into his body. He could be. It doesn't matter. And it, he's never there. Yeah, it's it's enough where every defense can try something new. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've never tried this, try to block the guy this way because he does the same thing every time. It's like, let me try this. They they get to that point instead of uh, you know, being on their toes and wondering what's gonna come at them. It's it's ridiculous to watch. Right. I mean, put Uche again. Mock screams about this all the time. Why is Uche on the field more? I don't even see him show up in the stat line. Yeah. I, mean, I think I'm pretty sure he was active today. What the hell? Why? How is he not on the field instead of Winovich? My God, he can get to the quarterback so much better. I, you know, with so much more success. Yeah. Like I just, I don't understand the decisions, Joe. I really don't. So, again, the, the, if if they're going to have any success, okay, the defense is going to have to get just ridiculously better. Than, well, you got to start doing, relying on the talent. You know what I mean? Like Uche, like like. Uh, uh, I lost my train of thought, but uh, because because of this, it's like you got talent out there, but now you're relying on your coordinators to yeah. come up with a plan. And it's like, yeah. forget your plan. Give these guys who have the talent to do what they do. Let them just do it. You know what I mean? Instead of you trying to figure out some strategic plan to kind of get to, you know what I mean? Because they obviously are not working any of these stra strategies that you they use defensively. Right, right. So, okay, so again, you know, like I said, the defense is it's got to get so much better than they are. And McCordy looks old. Hightower looks old, by the way. Mm. I have to believe this is it for them. So. <sighs> <laughs> I'm Joe, I'm telling you, this is making me crazy. So when we come back, get to our new segment, our new feature, Coach's Corner, right Let's after this. Hear it.
Back in with more Pats Nation, the real Patriots postgame show. Final score, New England Patriots 25, the Houston Texans 22, although if you're tuning in now, you would think that they lost the game. <laughs> but, but I think if you yeah. tune in every week, you think that they lost the game. Right, they think they lost. That's, 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 the, that's the typical New England feel, right? Yeah, We're always going to point out the negative. Yeah, of course. Hey, you I know? told you before, you if you if you see the blue shirt with the, with the Pat Patriot on it, that means we won the game. Ah. You know? So you got to make sure you watch every week so you understand those things. Joe, coach's corner. You know, give me give me your thoughts on the coaches, please. We're going to go Listen, today, we just right. need a clean sweep. You know what I mean? And, and there's some cherry picks out there where you can go, okay, keep that guy, keep that guy. But I agree with Marcus. It's like we need a clean sweep of, of like, who's in there and who needs to be in there. And, and aren't there, like, aren't there coaches out there that can, uh, you know, we can hire that, don't have the last name Belichick or, you know what I mean, that there's yeah. any nepotism because it's like, fine, it would be awesomely fine if the if nepotism, yes, if they actually pulled in <laughs> some of Belichick's, like, gene pool of, 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 you know, whatever, what they say is him playing chess, if they pulled some of that in, but that's not the case. You know, it skipped a generation, apparently, you know? Yeah, look, I, I already talked about uh, McDaniel. Mm. Okay, his his problems in the red zone, and I get that. Okay, so we don't have to talk about that. But I'm starting to agree that this is it for Belichick. I, you know, yeah, they won the game today, but his his personnel decisions are showing up all over the field. That's the thing. It's like, okay, I mean, is it his play's decision or is it his personnel decisions? And now well, we're starting well, to see it. Yeah, well, I don't I don't like some of the game plan you know, on defense to begin with. Yeah. But I thought it was real good last week. I gave him his props last week. So, I mean, coaching-wise, st he's still in it. You know, he's still in it. But personnel-wise, Joe, he sucks. I but mean, that goes all the sucks. way down, dude. That goes all the way down to the, the personnel. It goes down to the field. Those They're still personnel. And it's like, um, Judan, you look at him and you go, okay, wow, Belichick's finally found maybe the idea of Lawrence Taylor back in the mix, which you think – why hasn't he done that for the last 20 seasons? You know Spend what I mean? Spend the money on skill. Yes. Spend the money that's, on skill. Yes. But none of that. And you go, right. and, and I've, I've looked at this. This has been uh, glaring for Belichick for the longest time. I'm the only one who's been singing to myself the fact that, like, is he really playing chess? I asked you guys this one uh, episode. Is he really playing chess or checkers or is 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 he losing a step with any of that? Because now that people are gone, names you won't name, it's shining. Going, wait a minute, was Brady that good that he pulled all those elements together that we that he you know held the shroud over our eyes for the this long of a time that we didn't really see it, that Belichick was actually good at all? That's the question. <laughs> I mean, I you know how I feel about this whole like is it Brady? Is it Bell? You know, I, I know I, I'm not. You know, um, look, it's it's like I said, drafts. The drafts. Mark mm. has pointed this out millions of times. I mean, he he doesn't surround himself with good good enough skill people. Right. He 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 gets married to these friends of his, and I think you were talking about UCLA, the coach over there too. Yeah. He gets married to these college coaches that he takes guys from there, Rutgers. You know the local joints. Yeah, okay, Alabama, but like not good enough. Not the skill guys. He doesn't do that. Um, right. So you know that's that's the problem that I have, and it drives Mock insane. But now, as it relates to in the season, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't you you lose guys when you lose guys when you you know when you're successful. You lose yeah. front office personnel. You lose coaches. All the way down the line. And I get it. That team has been stripped. Mm. But who are you replacing them with? This is the problem. It's all internal. Troy yeah. Brown's the wide receiver coach. Um, Gerard Mayo's the linebacker, inside linebacker coach. Belichick is the defensive back coach. Mm. The other Belichick is whatever the hell he's doing over there. I mean. that one, Did you see the one shot on the watch I put in there? I was like, that's going to be a meme for sure. And it was with the tongue out. Yeah. Look, so, again, it, it's. The coaching is just subpar right now because of player personnel, and now it's mm. showing up all mm. over the field. It's everywhere. They didn't do enough. They didn't get a safety to replace McCordy. McCordy's, yeah. you know, he's done. 
You know, they didn't get a good enough inside linebacker early, you know, long ago to take care of Hightower, to replace Hightower. And they had been doing that. Yeah. You know, you you had uh, inside linebackers, you know, Pfeiffer, and then you went over to, uh, to, to Mayo, and then you had Hightower. And, you know, there were guys coming through. But coincidentally, that was when Pioli was there. Right. Dimitrov was there. You know, Casario. These were guys that were taking care of the drafts. Yeah. And here's Belichick now. It's it's like Parcells. Parcells was terrible at player personnel. It was Young who did it there. And Belichick's the same. Mm. So when you talk about a dinosaur, you know, you may be right about that, Joe. So yeah. again, the the sec the defense, not good enough. Judon is the lone is the sole uh positive to me. Yeah. Um uh, on there and again the coaching is going to have to get a lot better but honestly joe i think it, it, it may come a time it may be time to just clean the house to just clean the house and i put it on craft too at least one a yeah. of the problem here yeah yeah for you know craft sure. needs to do a better job as an owner of seeing this crap happen and 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 revitalizing this team yeah so it's going to end up that they ended up with the wrong guy you know what i mean so our coach's corner was uh, was brought to us by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Now, Joe, it's time. Uh, <laughs> it's time for our well, – I think this is like our favorite segment. It's certainly Mark's favorite segment, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, uh, you know, he, he titled it for uh, for sure because it's it's uh, he's always talking about the stiffs in, in, this, in this team, you know? Our Sunday stiff. Right there now. we go. Okay, Joe, let's have it. Uh, I get it. We just talking about it, and and I I you know the Belichick name. <laughs> Anybody who lands and has that name and is on this team is my stiff because it's just week after week, season after season, where it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Whether it's personnel, game strategy, whatever it is, one of them is dropping the ball. One of them. And let's talk about the two main ones, but they're my Sunday stiffs for, for this week because I, I just can't stand it because it's like, again, the pattern. You're starting to see this pattern going. Say it again because. The Belichick's like I... all of the above. All three Belichick's. Okay. You know what I mean? And that's that's a, that's a case with this uh, with this. this uh, with this team, it's like these guys are muffing up your game plan. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just uh, I can't well, take listen, it. And, and, I can't and, take and it. We're gonna. We're aching. I know. I know somebody's aching to give their Sunday stiff um, of the week, and you know, uh, and we got to give him crap because he's you know he just took the week off. It seems yeah, like he just yeah. took the yeah, week yeah, off, yeah, but I know he week. wants to get his Sunday stiff in, so. Let's let's bring him on right now. The other half of this, uh, Mr. Catone, is he out? Is he in there, uh, Joe? Let's add him in. He is in. We uh, have him on a caller. In? Yeah, you're you're loud. You're screaming already. But okay, yeah, you're because in. because uh, because listen, listen. I am so disgusted in that co in the coaching today. It's it's ridiculous how disgusted I am with the coaching. However, my Sunday stiff. Is going to be the secondary. Uh, you had to take mine. Go ahead. Well, right, listen. <laughs> first, how first you, you don't show up, Mark. You don't show up. Listen, you, take my Sunday you know, listen, listen. What great minds think alike, Christopher. <laughs> great <laughs> minds think alike. Wow. Listen, you're so Chris, how do, Chris, how do you let a guy, how do you let a practice squad receiver get over 100 yards receiving and you let a quarterback who's a backup do what that guy did. He he had like 144 passer rating. Are you kidding me? But but listen, and I texted you during the game. Oh, we lost them. We lost them. Jeez, he, that's how riled up he gets about this Sunday. Stiff, ladies and gentlemen. Well, while he's, trying see to it here. To get, while he's trying to figure out how to get back in, I'll give my Sunday stiff, and I'll finish the thought for him. <laughs> yes, how do you I'm, – I'm with the secondary, too. I got that, too, because how do you allow a guy, okay? How do you allow a guy that to, to, to have that 144 passer rating, okay, mm. and just rip – just dismantle that secondary when the player who won't be named couldn't do it last week? Mm. So it's that inconsistency of it, Joe. Yes. You know? And yes. Mark, if you're still listening, it's the inconsistency of it that pisses me off. 
And you're going to tell me Mills means that much to the secondary where they just collapse without him? Jawan Williams, he should never see the field again. Mm. That guy should never, ever, ever see the goddamn field again. Mm. And and who I'm going to give the main Sunday stiff to, honestly, is Devin McCourty. Yeah. All right. Because that's the leader of that secondary, and yeah. he's late all the time. He's slow. He's, you know, and if he doesn't have it anymore, then he should know better. Yeah, right. Okay? Right. But Juwan Williams sucked. The whole secondary did. I feel so like that's him. the thing. I think he might actually know better, but there's a point where he's like, I, I can't leave these guys. I can't leave yeah. them like this because if not for me, what else is there? Because obviously, I, mean, I know they're trying, know? but I don't know if it's preparation. I don't know if it's just it's just flat out execution. I don't know if mm. it's game planning. I don't know what it is, but it's not good enough. But people need and to then step you let up. Gilmore go. You trade Gilmore for a sixth round pick, and the that yeah. same week you do that, this is what the secondary looks like. Is he back in or what? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So again. So Mark's Mark's Sunday stiff clearly is the secondary. He's pissed off about it, and I don't blame him. I don't Mm. blame him one second. So, yeah. So, and Joe, do we have a Sunday? Do you have a Sunday seat? I know, hey, we're over anyway. Do we have a Sunday seat for you? Do I have a Sunday seat? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get it to the one guy who's been consistent. Yes. Okay. His consistency, you know, when there's one miss, (laughs) when there's one miss in 39, people are like, ah, this guy. Dude, he said not hear that doink yeah. last week though. I mean, where's where's Kostowski? You know what I mean? Yeah. When he yeah. hit nobody paid attention. This guy hit so many in a row, season after season. Folk is the same way. Play. And the thing is, you know, when he misses one, about. loses a game, it's Nick Folk. Sorry. Nick yeah. Folk is my my Sunday seat because I was I was getting to the the, the reveal. But mm. he's my Sunday seat because he gets to sit at the table with us uh for Sunday dinner this week because you know what he's the only one doing his job consistently but the problem is with the kicker that one moment they miss it they're the guy who lose the game for everybody and they're the right. one like this guy sucks it's right. like dude you can't give that to the guy who's been the only consistent person on the team no i mean i agree listen that's a good that's a good sunday seat joe i mean it, it really is it's a good sunday and seat. how old is he now he's still consistent like that he, yeah, him he, and, he's, you know, uh, I think he's older than Brady, isn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's 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 up there for sure. So, yeah, he had a great game. Four for four, he was. Four for God, four. Wish, Come on. I guess I wish the hell, I wish like hell he didn't, we didn't have that doink last week, though, off the uh, post. But no, because we won the crazy. game if we did. Yeah, it was in the rain. It was a 56-yard attempt. I mean, you know, that that's yeah. that's tough to do. But he he kicked in the clutch today. I agree with you. Mine, uh, my Sunday seat, listen, I'm going to give it to them today. I was going to give it to Judon, and he gets an honorable mention. Yeah, all, for sure. Look, Judon all season could sit at our table. I mean, that's that guy's earned that at this point. Yeah. But I got to give it to the offensive line today. Wow. I have to give it to Ladies the offensive and gentlemen, line because first. four out of five guys were gone, were missing, mm. and they, they, they managed to put it together, protect Jones pretty well, one sack. He didn't get hit that many times. No. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, they ran the ball for 126 yards. So, to me, the offensive line is the Sunday seat. So, Sunday Very Stiff nice. was presented by JAG Media Productions. Joe, beautiful job by uh, the company <laughs> handling this show, of course, and all others, JAG Media Productions. It's getting to that time, Joe, to wrap it up. Let's get to our two-minute warning. Are you Let's ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to jump right in and give you a two-minute warning. It's, it's this. this uh, yeah, because I talk too much, so go ahead. No, nah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where I get riled up about these uh, these coaches, and, and what I feel like they need to do is they start to need – they need to look at themselves. I think we might have uh, Mark in the, the well, stream. Well, yeah, finish your finish – But your, they need to look at themselves and start looking at and reviewing the video and the film on themselves and their strategies and going, we're not doing it. What do we need to do to improve? Because we got guys who will who are willing to listen. That's the thing. You don't have any divas out there. You know, you got people willing to listen, but they're like, if they can't execute, that's because they're listening to garbage. And yeah. the, the 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 captains of the ship are not steering it clearly enough for them. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem. That's my uh, Is word. he in? Is he in again? We lost him again. He's in. Hey, the phone on, call Mark. comes in, he's out. 
He must well, be listen, under I, a bridge. He's not, he's not in, but I know him well enough to know that his, his final thought here and his wrap-up would probably be coaching again. Yeah. That we just can't be a good football team anymore with the coaching the way it is, with, with the, the personnel. Mm. For me, I don't know how to look at this team right now, Joe. Like, I, I, I'm looking at this team and saying, look, one minute I want to say, you play Tampa, you look fantastic. You really look good. And it's a game you should have won. It was, it was everything you didn't do instead of what Tampa did to you. Right. Then you turn around this week and you lay this kind of an egg. Now, they won the game. I get it. But they lay this type of egg in this performance. So are they playing down to their competition or are they not a good football team? And that's yet to be determined right now yeah. because today didn't look like a very good football team. So if they are and they're playing down to their competition, that's coaching too. Yeah. That's all coaching too. Yep. It's, it's having your team prepared. Yep. And if, his, and, and if Belichick's plate is too full – if he spread too thin because the rest of his staff stinks, mm. that's on him too. Yes. And okay. that was my point too, yes. And if they don't clean it up, next week the Cowboys come in, and right now they're up 17-10 over the Giants, who they should dismantle today. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys are coming into town next week, and if you if you have a performance like this, Dak Prescott will throw for 500 yards. Yeah. Period. And we'll get to that in Corso, Corso and Catone on Saturday at 7. We'll preview that game. Um so, yeah, two-minute warning was uh, presented by Corso and Catone, just speaking of which. Saturday, 7 p.m., every Saturday, 7 p.m., Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. And as I said, we'll preview that Cowboys, uh, as the Cowboys travel to New England, and we'll preview that game. So, Joe, we're at the end, pal. Some, uh, and, and, and some people to thank today. Um, Want to thank the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Dot Up Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success. SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Again, Jag Media Productions, fantastic job today. Uh, Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs. Studio42Designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. Joe. Got to thank you today. You did a fantastic job. Well, we got to give Mark a lot of crap for ditching us. You ditched us, Mark. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you're listening. He's probably at the family function. He's probably got one of those things in his ear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, getting yelled at for not paying attention over there. So <laughs> if you are listening, Mark. We love you, Mark. We, we still love you. And, and listen, that still shows something that you're listening to that instead yeah. of paying attention to what you probably should be. So that's fine, Mark. So listen, uh, Make sure you tune in next week to the Pats Nation postgame show as the Dallas Cowboys come into the New England to take on the Patriots, and that's going to be a 425 yeah. start Eastern. Our postgame show and all our coverage will be 30 minutes following that game, and, you know, they got to clean it up, Joe. they got to clean it but up. But also tune in to Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feels. Again, Saturdays at 7 p.m. We will have the preview of that very same Patriots-Cowboys game. So, for briefly Mark Catone, <laughs> Joe, Joe Guaneri. I'm Chris Corso. Final score, Patriots 25, Texans 22. So long, We everyone. got the win. <laughs>